rising of the sun even unto the going down of the same my name shall be great among the gentiles and in every place incense shall be offered unto my name and a pure offering for my name shall be great among the heathen says the lord of hosts o lord open thou our lips and our mouths shall show forth thy praise glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great king above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, Harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rests. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 30 on page 374 I will magnify thee, O Lord, for thou hast set me up, and not made my foes to triumph over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. Thou, Lord, hast brought my soul out of hell, Thou hast kept my life, that I should not go down into the pit. Sing praises unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks unto him, for a remembrance of his holiness. For his wrath endureth but the twinkling of an eye, and in his pleasure is life. Heaviness may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be removed. Thou, Lord, of thy goodness, hast made my hill so strong. Thou didst turn thy face from me, and I was troubled. Then cried I unto thee, O Lord, and gat me to my Lord right humbly. What profit is there in my blood when I go down into the pit? Shall the dust give thanks unto thee, or shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. Thou hast turned my heaviness into joy. Thou hast put off my sackcloth, and girded me with gladness. Therefore shall every good man sing of thy praise without ceasing. O my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth verse of the eighth chapter of Proverbs. 
I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance in the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding, I have strength. By me kings reign, and rulers decree justice. By me princes rule, and nobles, all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yea, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of the Epistle to the Ephesians. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Bond servants, be obedient to those who are, who are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in sincerity of heart, as to Christ not with eye service as men-pleasers, but as bondservants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with goodwill doing service, as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. And you, masters, do the same things to them, giving up threatening, knowing that your own master also is in heaven and there is no partiality with him. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the, in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, having, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, and for me, that utterance may be given to me, 
that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. But that you may know my affairs and how I am doing, Tychius, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will make all things known to you, whom I have sent to you for this very purpose, that you may know our affairs, and that he may comfort your hearts. Peace to the brethren, and love with faith, from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who dost govern all things in heaven and earth. Mercifully hear the supplications of thy people, and grant us thy peace all the days of our life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, and knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, 
Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our lesson from Proverbs can, continues the, the, the theme of, of wisdom, sort of personified lady wisdom, and you know, de de dwells with prudence, knowledge, discretion. The, but one of the things we, that's highlighted in, in Proverbs is that the horizon of this wisdom tends to be temporal. So it, you know, it says in 18, riches and honor are with me, and, and, but it also mentions enduring riches and righteousness. So there's a lot of the idea that in, in Proverbs, if you um, act with wisdom, which means you know, enacting justice, ordering your affairs in accordance with God's Torah, uh, the result of that will be a kind of, you know, blessing, prosperity, descendants, all those kind of temporal things that, that come with that. And as we said, there are other wisdom books that, that uh, call into question that sort of straight retributive justice, such as Job. But when we get to the New Testament, this is, is, is um, wisdom and, and the idea that wisdom, because in Christ the Word is made flesh, and wisdom is actually incarnate, and 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 so the new horizons of wisdom are are revealed. That following wisdom, then the path of wisdom of justice of doing what is right, uh, following the word. Um, there's a large there's a there's a, a a larger horizon of the wealth that it provides for us. So, for example, Jesus says, "Lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven." That the the greater wisdom in Christ realizes that there's a there's a um, deceptiveness of the temporal wealth, and that there's an eternal wealth in Christ, an eternal life that Christ brings. That, that that is larger and more important than, than than the temporal and largely the wisdom that that is is um, revealed in Christ is the wisdom that through the cross um, this is picked up in 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 Corinthians the wisdom of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing but it for us who who are being saved it's the power of God so that we see a new dimension of how ordering our lives in accordance with wisdom brings blessing. It may bring some temporal pain and suffering that tests our allegiance to wisdom, but if we endure through that, we, we, we hold on to and gain an eternal wisdom. And we should note that in, in um, Ephesians, we're going through a series of, of relationship orderings. It was, you know, husbands, wives, parents, children, bond servants, masters, and especially in our time, people look at, at the bond servants masters thing and say, oh, this is this is like okaying slavery. Of course, in the first century, the bond servant master was more of a labor arrangement, but you're you're dealing with um Christians 
in the first century who couldn't influence any injustice in that relationship anyway. And what St. Paul, the important thing to get these kind of arrangements or to understand them is that St. Paul is telling us to view everything in light of the kingdom. That that the Christian, what he says to, to, to the, say, the worker who's working in an environment that's difficult, um, that he says, be, be obedient, do what is right in your work and job, not just because you want to get something visible, but because you're committed to doing what is right for God and others. And even if your temporal reward isn't there, God sees, and there's an eternal reward to your faithfulness through your through your your hardship, and and so we always see the temporal in the light of the eternal, and we should note the importance uh, of um, these ordered relationships because um, rebellion against authority is foundational to evil. Um, the essential cosmic drama that we understand that informs the Bible is that the evil one rebelled against the cosmic order that God established. He was a glorious angel who said, this is not enough. I want more than this. I'm breaking free from, from the boundary that God has given me and to take what I want beyond that boundary. We see this in Genesis 5 where the sons of God saw the daughters of women and left the boundary of their existence to grab what they wanted, which wasn't theirs. And this is, of course, what we talked about yesterday, that all morality is about living in community. So when we, when we observe the proper ordering of life in marriage, in work, in, you know, in family, we're honoring the order of God. And the real challenge is, to do, is for us to do that when, when it's not working out well. You know, in a great family, in a great marriage, in a great job, it's great to be obedient to your boss. What do you do when somebody's acting unjustly or unrighteously towards you? That's what tests you. So then when you endure in faithfulness, God sees that and um, a reward, an eternal reward. Wisdom in Christ reveals to us that there's a reward beyond this merely temporal thing that makes it worthwhile to persevere in doing what is right in the temporal frame because there's something eternal that's a reward for, for us. And that kind of gets into the last point in Ephesians about we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And um, it's important to understand that, <clears throat> that the nature of the battle here is, is that St. Paul is saying, stand, hold on, stand firm. In other words, in Christ, we have eternal life. And the demonic Temptation is to pull us away from that into something else. And the main way that is done is to offer some temporal thing that will relieve some kind of pain or promise some immediate temporal relief. And when we bite on that, we end up um, like Adam and Eve in the garden, naked, ashamed, hiding from God in the bushes. And when we endure faithfully, we, we grow in that space of, of relationship, but it's a sharing in the cross because we're dying to our, our desire to want something now and we're persevering in this life we have in Christ and the spirit <clears throat> to inherit that which is eternal. So we have to hold on and, and, and that's, that's the battle we, and this wrestling not with flesh and blood, it can be kind of equated with Jesus in the wilderness 
where he's offered these temporal things. Turn the stone into bread, eat now. And Jesus says, no, I'm, you know, man shall not live by bread alone, you know, or, or perform a cheap trick and get a following. And Jesus, no, I'll persevere in the way of the cross. And, or, or more pertinent to us, fall down and worship me, I'll give you the kingdom. We're always tempted to make some kind of moral compromise for some gain, for some promise of gain. Always remembering that the devil is a liar, so what he promises you, he won't really give you. Uh, so, so, so the whole point of the spiritual battle is to hold on to life in Christ, to stay in the life of prayer in the community of the church and persevere through the temporal temptations to be pulled out of that life into something. Wisdom tells us the enduring riches are inherited by persevering in Christ through the, through the battle to, to hold on to that for what, what the Christ has given us through this world into the eternal, where we get the, the true riches and the true reward that God has promised to his people. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with the prayer for all conditions of men, O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom our prayers we make right at this time. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee, in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. 
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. Stand firm. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, Kate. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day.